Good morning. Good morning. It looks so different up here. That's because you'll see Jared is bringing the word to us this morning. Pastor Luke is visiting family and preaching this morning uh, in New York. So we pray that uh, he'll have a blessed time there. Choir rehearsal tonight at five. Uh, well, we're, let's 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 talk. <laughs> um, it, it's been brought to my attention that we maybe need to take a little raise of hands about how many are going to be here. I don't know anything about this. It's supposed to be some kind of snowstorm or something coming or after. Okay, after you're coming. That's one. <laughs> we're we're wanting to know who's coming tonight. If we if we should have service tonight or push it off. One, one, two, three, four. That's like four, five. Let's plan on. Let's plan on. Okay. All right. We'll plan on it. Okay. Very good. So choir tonight at five. Then study in Ezra at six. Prayer meeting Wednesday at seven. Uh, in regards to Andrea, there's her number. Pastor's dinner, Friday, December 7th at 6 at Swartz Creek. Uh, it's catered as usual, and sign-up is out here on the helps board. Join us in caroling with the residents of Devonshire and Lapeer, and that's Sunday, December the 2nd at 7 p.m. All are welcome. Pass out ornaments that the children have made. Days of Praise booklets are here, and that's on the foyer table. Um, and Andrea has an announcement. Oh, thank you very much. Before she comes, um, I don't know who's in charge, but Sheila's going to collect. Sheila, uh, if you'll collect for uh, Pastor's gift for Christmas, uh, we'll mention that while he's not here and not listening. So. Yeah, Dale. <laughs> see Dale if you want to help see Dale 
Okay. Great. Um, good morning. So um, we all remember uh, what the ministry to women and children meant to uh, Donna in um, her, uh, just in her life. And we all remember her sense of fashion. And Joe and Jess are looking at me like, but we talked about this a while ago. So um, while we were going through her, her things last fall, um, we discovered um, many uh, purses that she's collected over the years and she had a really wonderful sense of fashion but she also did it on a very tight budget so she managed to collect many purses over the years and instead of just donating these purses and um to charity which would be good too but um we thought about um making them a purses with purpose campaign and what that is um it's um taking a purse and filling it with needed items for battered women and homeless women and then delivering those purses to um, a shelter in the area and um, I have compiled a list of needed items but along with my little thing that um, Hannah and I wrote up yesterday it's at home but I can print it up again and I will post it in the the vestibule and we'll get a basket out there to collect items and it's it's things like socks and gloves and um, toothbrushes with caps and socks and socks are the most needed item but when we get enough items to fill all of the bags um, we will fill the bags and, and deliver them to the shelters if uh, there are people who would like to contribute but don't necessarily want to go shopping I have several volunteers in my household who are willing to go shopping so um, you can also uh, uh, donate money to that anyway just a thought of um, and we'll put a card in there in memory of Donna, and because um, she loved ministering to women and children, it was it was her heart. So that is going to start as soon as we can find a basket and put it out here. And it, I have no end date. The end will it will end when we fill all of the purses. I think I have 35 ish item purses. So um, when that that's that's when we will deliver them. Oh, scarves too. But anyway, I'll have the whole list out there. But that's what I wanted to talk to you about this morning. Yes. They're large purses. Yeah, she, she, her purses were more like backpacks. She had some really nice, like, little ones that she would do dress up, but her purses were for grandchildren's stuff that she would stuff in there, and it was, it was her emergency bag. Yep, she, she, she lived out of those purses. But, all right, thank you. All right. Scripture for meditation this morning comes from Revelation, the 21st chapter, Read verses 1 through 8. Revelation 21, 1 through 8.
you'll stand with me, we'll open our service in prayer. George, would you open for us? Take your brown hymnal this morning and turn to number 561, 561 in the brown. seated. I had someone come up before service. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if Jared wouldn't have started that, I would have nipped that in the bud, but Jared started that when he was director. So Lydia had asked me before service. Um, Lydia, go ahead. Four, four, seven, nine in the brown. Onward, Christian soldiers. And do we have a reason for this this morning? 
you just really like this song. And she also said that she's been trying to get me to call on her for a while. You never call on Oh, sorry. So that's why she came to me before service. 479.
scripture reading this morning is found in Isaiah, the ninth chapter, and we'll be reading 1 through 7. If you'll stand with me, we'll read together. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as the people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty, will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart. I guess I went a little too far there. Ask that the Lord bless the reading of his word. Let's take your brown hymnal again. And turn to number 563, 563 in the brown. Oh, 
Good morning. How are you today? It's good to see you out here this morning. Good to be in God's house with God's people. Spend some time this morning already in discussion of what we're thankful for. In our Sunday school hour, one of the testimonies we received is I'm thankful for Christ. And that should be on the lips of every believer from the get-go. Before anything else is listed, remember that all blessings that we ever receive come to us via the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only good that has ever happened to us. This morning, the message is entitled, Emmanuel, God with us. I haven't had a chance yet this morning to read all the way through it to make sure continuity-wise that it makes sense. But I'm trusting that God will use me in the time that uh, he gave me this week uh, to minister to both my heart and yours. Let's ask for his blessing. Father, we are thankful for Jesus Christ. May our lips never stop. We thank you for who he is, for what he has done, is doing now on our behalf and what he will do in the future. Help us this morning, Lord, as we look to the coming of your Son, especially now that the world turns its attention away from Thanksgiving to Christmas or what's left of the holiday. Help us as your people to continue to be salt and light to this generation that is passing away. Pray your blessing upon our time. In Jesus' name, amen. As we now officially begin the Christmas season, I'd like us to consider today the name Emmanuel, which means God with us. The world will celebrate its form of Christmas, sure enough, but we as God's people should have a better perspective and therefore be on guard against the worldliness of that celebration that occurs on December 25th. We should be celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ Emmanuel, God with us. What does it mean to have God with us? Emmanuel was first experienced in the Garden of Eden. Never since the fall of mankind, people have been trying to return to Eden. When we look at the fall of Adam and Eve, we often think about what mankind lost. We look at the subsequent curse of God, the toil that work now brings our depraved nature, and finally, ultimately, our death. But one of the things that we hardly ever consider is the relationship that we had with God. One time, mankind and God walked together in peace. There was no fear. There was no shame. And for a while, man lived in harmony in a perfect utopia fully able to do the things he was designed to do. But more importantly, he was able to live in peace with his creator. Scripture says that God came in the cool of the day. Once Adam and Eve sinned, the relationship with God was severed. Make no mistake about it, on that day they died. Following the curse of God, God expelled them from the garden. And he posted an angel with a flaming sword 
to keep them out. Whereas the fig leaves and eventually the animal skins were designed to cover sin and the shame associated with it, the expulsion from the garden was to demonstrate the holiness of God, and God cannot abide with sin. Therefore, sin had to go. It was probably at this moment that Adam and Eve started to realize the severity of their fall. Stop for a moment and consider. Do you think Adam and Eve missed the fellowship that they had with God? Every human being born since has never experienced in the same way the fellowship that Adam and Eve had with God. We have been trying to return to Eden ever since. If you stop and think for a little bit about technology and the way that our world is developing, you will find that people are trying to make our world a better place. We're trying to negate the curse. We have great advances in medicine that have prolonged life. We have made great strides in transportation that allow us to overcome the isolation that we experience. Technology allows us to do much more today than we've ever been able to do in the past. And we as Christians welcome these advances. But none of these advances are going to restore what was lost in the fall. We are never going to make ourselves better to the point where our relationship with God is restored. We cannot repair the damage done. We cannot make amends. No amounts of technological advances, no medical breakthroughs, no self-help programs will ever restore our relationship to God. And although we are unable to repair this severed tie, God was not content to let us die. From the onset of the fall, along with the curse that must accompany sin, God provided a way of restoration for mankind. God promised Emmanuel, God with us. Now that Thanksgiving is over, the world turns its attention to Christmas. What once was a celebration over the birth of Christ has certainly become commercialized over the years. We as Christians try our best to refocus the masses on Christ, for in the birth of Christ we find the beginnings of fulfillment of Emmanuel. We celebrate this event because God has promised and indeed delivered a Redeemer. As we, God's people, anticipate this Christmas season, I want us to look at Christ's coming. I want us to look at the anticipation and the birth of Jesus Christ. I want us to look at the dawning of salvation within the hearts of mankind. And lastly, today, I want to look at the complete fulfillment of the name Emmanuel in glory. The Old Testament is replete with scriptures that foretell the coming of the Messiah. This simple truth shows us that the coming of the Messiah is important to God himself. After all, the Bible is God's word, not man's hopeful commentary. Here are some of the important scriptures that promise a Messiah or Savior. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you who shall come from your body, and I will establish He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Second Samuel 7, 12, and 13.
O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. Micah 5, verses 2 and following. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 7, 14. You know, when we read a text like this, we send But the name Emmanuel has purpose. God always assigns names that have purpose. He did so with Abram to Abraham, from Sarai to Sarah, Jacob to Israel, and so on. The name of Emmanuel means God with us. And I want